Welcome to Slacker's Studio, a podcast all about the things we do when we're slacking. We'll be chatting about a variety of things such as gaming, movies, tech news and future gazing. I'm Jack. And I'm Ed. This week we actually have two mics. As will be the norm, let's start the beer with the beer of the show. Start the beer with the beer of the show. Yes, the beer of the show. (laughs) (laughs) So what is the beer of the show, Ed? So this week we have uh, barrel-aged Innis and Gun Blood Red Sky, which is a rum barrel red beer. Rum barrel red beer. So this is kind of what it says on here, and it is a rum-infused beer. Um... Blood red sky sets a scene, warm Caribbean sand, flickering candles and cold beer, anticipation of the night to come. God, it's 6.8%. Oh, I forgot about that bit. All right. <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Um, so, yeah, let's let's open these, man. Let's do it. Sorry. Oh, God. Oh, that sounds oh, good. Oh, yeah. Wow. Do you know what? It smells strong. Does it actually? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, no. Uh, must reach glass. Right. Click. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's pour this thing. Uh, okay. Wow, it's dark. It's, yeah, that's really dark. I guess it's because it's rum infused and stuff. Yarp. Oh, that's. I did not pour that well at all. Oh, I got a bit of head on it. Can I got h- half my glass's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh. I mean. That's a good. That's a good. No, uh, no day Monday. Fuck's sake! Oh God! Not oh, everywhere. Oh God! That's like half head. Oh, God, it's like a mushroom. Okay. All right. Wow. Um, okay, I'm gonna give, give mine a minute to settle, but let's. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even fit the whole thing. In. I've got a I've got a pint glass twice the size of the bottle, and I can't fit it in there. Um, well, whilst that's going, yeah. So it says, uh, sets a scene: warm Caribbean sands, massive head on your beer. Jamaican rum barrels meet Scottish red beer. So it's a red beer. Yeah, red beer. Um, it's quite. It's, it's clearly quite dark. Um, I'm just going to snap a picture so you'll be able to see this on the site afterwards. Yeah, but, um, now, Innocent Gun, I remember when they first started doing... Uh, well, I say it when they first started doing it. When I first noticed them, which is, you know, that's the particular thing for me, they were doing them in whiskey barrels, which yeah. I was like, holy crap, because yeah. that was when I was still working at Sainsbury's as a butcher. So I was like, I saw this shit on the side, and I was like, that looks lethal. That doesn't look like something you could session, but certainly something which would kind of like keep you on the edge of your seat for a few beers you know what i mean yeah for sure like it's always interesting having these like concoction brews that are to, i mean i love rum right mm. but and i like beer so let's hope i mean christ mine is still fucked but we'll give it a go <laughs> you see like I, i've been drinking a lot more rum as summer comes around i guess it's the whole entire piracy thing but oh, yes. i always drink rum during the summer so Let's have a go. Yeah, let's do this. Um, I will attempt to sip this. Um, So we have a, before we do this, we have a beer rating scale. So it's from one to five. One is, I hate it. I'd never buy it again. I'm probably not going to finish it. It's just fucking gross. Two is, vaguely drinkable, but I'd only ever get it if there's nothing else available. Three is like, enjoyable, but it's nothing special. I just want, you know, if you just want a beer, you know, in funny years. Um, Four is a firm favourite, something you drink more than one of. And then five, five is just... Beer is amazing! Beer is God. Yeah, less the bar. That's me drowning in the beer that I love. So, yeah, let's give All this right. a sip. Okie doke. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers. That sounded quite good this time. Yeah, um, it did. Wow. Oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, that rum aftertaste. Do you know what? That's delicious. Yeah. Holy fuck. Me likey this. Oh, that's wonderful. And you can actually see, look, if I put it up to the light 
And you can see that it's a red beer. Yeah, it's very ruby, isn't it? Yeah, very ruby and bubbly. This this is my kind of beer, man. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. ruby beer. You were chatting about this the other day on, on Discord with Ali, mm. weren't you? Like, Yeah, I, I love Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin made by Witchwood Brewery. Um, again, it's one of those legendary ruby beers, as they say. But that oh, yes. is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to go in for another taste. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be a good one. It smells, it smells. The thing is, it doesn't smell overly powerful, but when you drink it, it's completely different. It's a sensory experience. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just, it just, it feels nice in the mouth it as does. well. Like <laughs> it does. That's, it's smooth. It's yeah. just really smooth, like rum beer. Give it, yeah. Given that it's like two different alcohols together, like I'm impressed by how good this tastes. Yeah. Do you know what? I wouldn't even give this a three. I'd actually give this a firm four. Yeah. I think for me, I think for now, I'm going with a four. Yeah. We'll see how it goes as it goes along. Because this is what happens during our show. We start the beer and we're like, eh, or wow, and then it can kind of descend or yeah. ascend as yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. along. Because it's also, you know, casual drinking. Plus, oh man, it's hot as fuck out here at the moment. It is so hot. Like 24. In the, in the Slacker studio, we're absolutely boiling our buns at the moment. It's Yeah, we're rather toasty. Um, so like, yeah, outside it's like 20-something, 20, 20 but inside it's probably a bit more than that. Our flat is the same at home, man. Like, yeah. it's so annoying. No um, no AC or anything? No, we got, I mean, we got like one fan in the whole building and it's just, it's just not good. <laughs> yeah, this I've just got the windows open, hoping that a cool bleed... Bleeze? A cool bleeze. I do love a good cool breeze. A cool breeze. Cool breeze. Um, bleezes through. Yeah. It doesn't. It's just hot, stanky, gross. Unlike a typical Friday night, I wish. Yeah, pretty but much. Yes. So, all right then. Uh, let's move on to gaming. So, well, I say gaming. Gaming and our lives, what we've generally been up to, but let's be honest, most of the time. It's yeah, most of it's gaming, yeah. When we get back in the evening. So what have you been up to, Ed? So this week um, is the week where... It's kind of, what is it, the anniversary of Overwatch this week? Mm. Yeah, I can't remember when that started. But so you get like a, a free loot box at the beginning and none of the loot boxes in Overwatch are paid. So these are the good loot boxes. Yeah. Um, but basically, so I got a, a new uh, legendary skin for Tracer, who is a, one of my preferred characters to play anyway. But like this made me want to play her a lot more suddenly because yeah. it's a really cool skin. It's the graffiti skin. Um, so cool. So she's wearing like a paint mask and she's got two like spray guns instead of her pistols or whatever they are. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I kind of really got into her for like, I'd spent kind of about, I don't know, maybe four hours in a go. Um, just, just trying to get much better. I, I enjoy playing her and I love the idea of playing her, but I'm not normally great, but I kind of really found my groove for a bit there. It was, it was good fun. Do you know what? It, it is a lot of kind of like trial and error and testing things out. It's like I've been playing a lot more what I thought was junk crap, but no, a lot of mercy mostly, but mm. just kind of trying to figure things out and fiddling about really. Talking of fiddling about, bump that microphone up. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, so I'm just trying to play with this whilst we're casting. Um, so yeah, new Tracer skins. It's the I tell you what, that's the one which is most popular. Loads of people always complain about Tracer skins because you've got like the really cool punk one and it gives, mm. especially um, r cosplayers, always yeah. doing Tracer skins and stuff. Um, but the graffiti one's probably one of the coolest ones. So mm. congrats on getting that. Yeah, especially yeah. if you get your golden weapon one day, maybe. Yeah, God. I, I mean, I'm quite a long way away from that, but I don't know I don't know who I'd pick the golden weapon for, really. Um, I'm one of these people that kind of flexes about on different characters. I don't really have like a main main. I have like five or six characters that I'm comfortable playing with. True. So more of a jack of all trades, really, I guess. You're a, you're a flex player. Yes, indeed. We like flex. So um, you are, you got 
Gold is mercy. Oh, I did. Yes, it was wonderful. This was literally yesterday. So um, I was getting a little bit complacent thinking, I really want to start moving towards getting my Brigitte weapon, uh, golden weapon, mm. is, because even though I've been a little bit crap as Brigitte recently, I know she's the next hero I want to get gold on because yeah. she, she gets a gold shield. Yeah. I do not want a gold shield. Fucking incredible. Um, but yeah, so me and my friend uh, Tom Scott decided to do our competitives and uh, we decided it'd be we'd be as cancery as possible and go <laughs> Farrah Mercy. Nice. Um, so I was playing Mercy and I got the wonderful charity Mercy skin. Um, so I just thought, ah, oh, I'm going to use that and let's just play this. And yeah, I yeah. decided a good comp setup would be me to stick on the Farrah and occasionally dip down to the team. But if we had a healer healing the team and I'm healing the Farrah in the sky, it's so hard unless they're really good target players. They're not going to close her down easily. No. So we won. I think I lost one of my placements. The rest I won, and I drew, sorry, I drew one. Wow. So I won the rest, and I got about mid-gold, because last season, having played with some of the others, um, we went down to silver, because we yeah. had a pretty poor run of it. Um, but I want to push up to platinum. So you have to win. Uh, you're, once you won your placements, you then get sorted, kind of like, you know, Hogwarts on acid. <laughs> yeah, right, um, yeah. So you're in Gryffindor, and it's like, you're in gold, and you're going to stay there for the rest of the season, but... My goal was to get to gold so then I could get a certain amount of points towards my golden weapon. And I've already achieved that right out the gate. Um, so we're going to see if we can push on to platinum, which means you get even more rewards at the end of the season, more points. Nice. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, I, I sadly seeded very low silver and lost my first game, um, which meant I crept down into the lowest I've ever been in bronze. But I, I think it, it shouldn't be too difficult for me to get back up to kind of where we were. I think the trouble was the first season I played, I was playing with you guys quite a bit and you've been playing like a year longer than I had at the time. So it was nice yeah. to, it was, it was difficult to get up, back up again, but that's, that's the thing. Like mercy is a good way of getting yourself back up. But the trouble is then you switch to another character and like your skill rating can drop down again. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know. It's tough. It is tough. I felt kind of forced to play mercy because I mean, no one else really naturally chooses healer. Uh, I've had I've had a friend who chooses healer. My mate Maisie tends to do it a lot. Um, she's good at yeah. healing. And I was kind of like, well, I wonder what she does. So I kind of watched some of her plays again, um, what she was telling me about hiding behind doors and buildings and stuff and generally <laughs> just keeping out of the firing yeah, yeah, range. Yeah. But then I get overzealous. Like, I, I immediately want to kill the Widowmaker. <laughs> and that's actually how we won a few of our matches. I had a Widowmaker basically just spamming just hatred at me during the uh, the end of the game because I kept on headshotting her. So Widowmaker, for anyone who doesn't know, is the sniper. So to have a healer kill you as a sniper, really, it hurts. I've, ha I've had that happen to me oh, so often. yes. When she's that battle mercy, mercy gets you, it's like, <laughs> what the shit just happened? Yeah, because <laughs> Mercy's ultimate is you, you get... Like your wings actually work and you can fly around the map and your blaster, this pistol you get, shoots very fast and rapidly and it's nuts. Yeah. Um, so you can just take people out. It's great fun. Battle Mercy! So talking about uh, Mercy, talking about classes, we will be talking about it a little bit later, but what 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 happened? What yeah. on Discord? Yeah, so it kind of, this originated with me kind of thinking, it's like, well, I just play tanks. Like, so, we're, so mainly we're talking about um, World of Warcraft here. So... I've I've pretty much been a tank main since probably Wrath of the Lich King, which is quite a few years ago now. And I'm normally I did that so that we could do dungeons at the time because we were yeah. we were raiding um, uh, Ice Crown Citadel, I think, with our guild at the time, which sadly fell to pieces as they all do. <laughs> um, but I've then I then stuck with it. I kind of pretty much only play tanks these days. Like I've struggled to switch to to. To like a, a damage class because or even a damage spec but it's kind of 
figuring out why people choose to play the classes they do and what we might be missing from the opposite sides and or not. So yeah, there's a great discussion on that that was happening on Discord and we'll get to that in kind of one of the later segments. It is a really good thing to point out. I mean, because I've been recently playing my Rogue, I was saying that last week, and I've always been a damage dealer because everyone's always filled the other roles. So, yeah. you know, you're always the tank when I was first brought into WoW. Uh, my friend was the tank when we were raiding. Um, of course, Maisie either healed or she was a mage. Mm. So I was always kind of a caster role or a uh, Rogue role because everyone's like, oh, I'll just choose one of those guys. And as much as it's fun, I never had the confidence to go for one of the other roles. I mean, Priest, naturally I can heal. That's fine. Yeah. Never was a tank, ever. Yeah, and it's funny because that's that's kind of just my default reaction. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get into that a bit more later. But Sweet. talking of, uh, wow, we, uh, <laughs> I've been, I said the other week that I was going to try and level every profession to 800. God, yes. Yeah. Um, so alchemy has kind of been the one this time and my God, does the quest chain suck balls. I thought it'd be great to try and do it similar sort of time as you. Yeah. Fuck me. It's it's just horrendous. So all of the quests, uh, all of the professions have a load of quests in Legion this time, but I've done a few of them and alchemy is by far the worst. Like, it just so goes. Long. Yeah. And that's the thing. It gets you to go into uh, dungeons to mm -hmm. pick random stuff. Here, oh, we need this rare flower. Here, get a box of bandages, which is conveniently behind the end boss in yeah. Throne of Tides. Yeah, every time. And I think I've still got, like, at least another dungeon to go. And, I, yeah, and I, but first, I've got to get a load of materials together. Um, and it's expensive. I can't yeah. buy the materials because I spent most of my gold on leveling engineering so i'm like stuffed you're right it's, it is nuts so the reason i did it is that you could get this astral uh alchemist stone right so when you're in the underbelly in dalaran i like to do the pvp there because you can get these marks and these marks work towards you getting this rat mount which i want to get before bfa comes out and uh, it's really cool it's really fun however um it's a ball ache to try and kind of out heal because it's all based on world pvp stats really right so it's all about kind of charging someone down as much as you can as fast as you can and i was like i tried to play against this rogue had an alchemy stone he had one potion we were both neck and neck he clicked one potion and because of the extra 40 percent increase of your own health potions he was full health again and i was like yeah Ooh, i want that yeah yeah and um so i ended up trying to do the alchemy quest i've done i've done it now but that was, I had to do the entire quest line just to get the right alchemy stone. And yeah. I understand now that this is one of the biggest issues with the expansion Legion is that it was all based on doing stuff as you leveled up and as yeah. you're going through the expansion. But the, the trouble with that was, so I my main is a warrior, as we kind of spoke about a minute ago, but I did blacksmithing. And I've always done blacksmithing because mm. it makes sense for a warrior to be able to make its own armor, this, that, and the other. But make swords, get gold. Exactly. But the trouble is... Everything you could make gear-wise was fucking useless by the time you could make it. Like, <laughs> yeah. all a load of nuts. shit. Yeah. It was like, hey, you could make this titanium thing, except it's going to take a shitload of things and you can get a better weapon in a dungeon next yeah. patch. Yeah, and it's, it has been the same for the last couple of expansions, to be honest. Um, I just hope that professions are more useful in the next expansion in Battle for Azeroth. I, really I agree. Do. I did bugger all using tailoring and enchanting. I mean, that, that yeah, literally nothing. Um, yeah. And I was a bit pissed off about that. I want. I love alchemy. I've always found it really relaxing doing herbalism. Yeah. And now that they've done nodes as a singular thing, so if somebody gets the node before you, you still have the node, yeah. which is brilliant. So imagine trying to get, like you're picking a certain leaf off of a tree, you climb all the way up the tree, you sit on the branch, it's there in your grasp, and then a fucking owl sweeps down and nicks it. <laughs> well, now the owl can nick that oak because, you know, there's another 
there's another leaf on the branch. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good. That's a bad analogy. I am that owl. But he's but... usually that owl. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so that's it's, it's great. However, just moving forward, yeah, the alchemy quest line blows. Yeah, man. Um, so hopefully it will improve, but we'll see. So you also got Destiny 2 this week. I did get Destiny 2. Um, so Ed pointed out to me that Humble Bundle were doing this thing where you could, um, every month they give you a free game if for like, what, $12? Yeah, which is $12. about eight quid, yeah, really? Yeah, nine quid, yeah. It's not much, and it all goes to charity. But I always thought about, I, I played the first Destiny, didn't play the uh, expansions. Mm. Um, it's, it's an FPS MMORPG sort of thing. So it's like World of Warcraft meets Counter-Strike and um, I started playing Destiny 2 and my god is it fun yeah um, I just love getting a revolver and it's also helped my aiming I found right, right. because it got me thinking it was, I was like this is like um, playing Halo again old school yes Halo. it is isn't it that's exactly what it feels like but there's lots of other people around yeah and, and that was nuts I haven't actually played a dungeon with other people however no. what was really cool was I started the starter mission and it gets to a certain point where you have to stop an incursion as you try to escape and suddenly other players just appeared out of nowhere yeah and that was so wicked I was like I didn't even queue up for the instance they were just there I, I I've mean, never seen streamlining like that before it's just such a clever environment to be in and I like the way everybody's integrated together with it and I, I remember playing like there was like a free weekend or something or I think no there's a demo isn't there that you can yeah. play like you could try that and I immediately was like this is it this this is this is what I wanted for a while and I like first person shooters but I like the MMORPG yeah, aspect absolutely. like lots of people so this is like the perfect game for me. Um, I never played the first one. Um, I don't actually have anything to play it on because I think it was only on console, right? Yeah, it was um, PlayStation... Oh, no, maybe it was PlayStation 4 when it first came out. Yeah. But I remember the hype over the first game. It was like 330 million or something went into the first game. Yeah. And I was like, come on, this must be massive. And then at the end of the first game, I was a bit disappointed. However, it was the gameplay stuck with me because it was genuinely fun. So I was looking forward to this new one. So I made a uh, an Awoken Hunter. Right, yeah. And... Um, Excuse me, that's what beer does to my face. Um, absolutely wonderful. You get to you get this like magical spear that you want to kill people with. However, as much as I want the spear one, I want to be the the McCree character, the gunslinger. Yeah. I want to get that one shit what <laughs> one <laughs> shot wonder, one shit wonder. <laughs> I am a one shit wonder. Oh, sod and hell. Yeah, I want to get that one shot wonder where you cap somebody in the head. Yeah. I love that one shit wonder. What fucking perfect. Ah. Oh. Show title. Yeah, one shit wonder. Great. <laughs> no! Yes. Oh! Amazing. Damn um, it. i got to remember that now. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Destiny 2 is very fun. Like, I'd, I'd, I think you've probably got, like, another a week or so maybe to get it for $12 in the Humble Bundle. Um, it's Humble Monthly, so you got to remember yes, to cancel it, it um, if you don't want to continue doing it. I've done this a couple of times when there's been big games included, like, like there was uh, Warhammer Total War 2, mm. that was fun, which is great kind of ish you can easily sink a lot of time into it um that was a previous one i did and then but just make sure you remember to cancel it unless you're happy spending the 12 bucks a month or whatever it is um i think i think it's great that these big games are released like this in yeah. fact that's i mean i don't like paying full price for, for games i really don't it's, it's expensive so like the only thing i've bought that was full price for a long time was ba battle for azeroth because yeah. i want to play it on release and that's the only way to get it. Yeah, I got Battle for Azeroth. I also got God of War, which I still haven't mm. really played through massively, but 
the reviews that it's got. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, st- I still need to get through that game. But sometimes you want to spend full price, but sometimes it's like, oh, here's a new release for a game that you've been waiting for for a while, but it's got such bad reviews. I was like, oh, I'll wait for it to kind of come down in price. I've still not bought the new Total War um, stuff. And I yeah. love the historical titles. I saw they released Britannia recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still not, still not bought it. Still not thought about buying it. I've heard that there's so many issues with it. Yeah, this is the trouble these days. It seems people just release games and then finish them afterwards. But we're not the only. Them. We're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And they're only down the road. Yeah, um, Creative Assembly, I think it is. Isn't it? Go yeah. down, I'll, I'll Viking raid <laughs> them. I know where you are. It's like, hey, didn't we interview you like a year ago? Yeah. Like, yes. For a cinematic artist position, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They should check. They might be hiring again. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think there there's some great games, and it'd be nice if people actually finished them before they release them. But we're not the only ones to have this this problem with games these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. And talking about um, great games, and talking about Battle for Azeroth in particular. Mm. Um, so I said last time that uh, I was getting a tooth pulled out of my head. Oh yeah. And um, without going into it fully, yeah, I literally I had a tooth pulled from my head. It was really weird. I'd like the dentist's. Uh, holding me down whilst he did it no pain whatsoever but it was pretty gnarly right but afterwards i was um i was pretty much botched for the rest of the week because i thought it was like a root canal where they take out your root you feel a bit crap yeah shit the next day and then the day after that you're fine you can go back to work no this bowled me out what it did give me a chance to do though was play battle for azeroth beta yeah however i was like wigging out the entire time because i was on sulfadine (laughs) and codeine and so i was like are you enjoying beta i'm like uh uh, I'm beta. Oh, Stop dribbling. Whoa, <laughs> rogues. Whoa. However, um, the one thing I will say about the beta, because I'm not going to spoil anything, um, but the Horde main place in Zandalar mm. is so beautiful. It's like this massive pyramid. I, that's the only information I'm going to give you, but I, I've forgotten what it's called. Um, but the main zone you get is just... It's like, I don't know, I, I've not had the same sort of feeling for um, how things look since Wrath. Okay. That yeah, yeah, long, yeah. and I was yeah. like, "Holy crap! This could be a great expansion." Yeah. And just the playthrough of the the battle for Lordaeron, which I'll again not say anything yeah. about, is actually pretty gangster. Yeah. It's so cool. I've heard really good things. I'm I'm very very excited for it. I've I've decided not to jump in at all, um, <laughs> because I don't want to. <clears throat> I, I want that kind of first day experience of yeah. going in and going, "Holy shit!" Yes. Like when you stepped through the dark portal for the first time way oh. back. See, that was it. I, I never joined in um, BC. Oh, no, I joined mid-BC. Yeah, I think so, Sorry. yeah. But I still remember that first time stepping out into Hellfire Peninsula. Yeah. And the soundtrack goes, whip, whip. And you're like, what is all this? Yeah. What is a battle going on in the middle of it? What is that thing? That is a fell reaver. I want to touch it. Don't touch it, Jack. <laughs> I want to touch it. Don't touch it, Jack. It'll kill you in one shot. Yeah. Damn, man, that was good fun. I still touched it. Oh, he touched it good. I died many times. <laughs> <laughs> so... You were pretty dosed up last week, but oh, yeah. we went to see Deadpool 2. Yes, we did. <laughs> that was so good. So, yeah, moving on to uh, movies. Uh, Deadpool 2 was wicked. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, slight tangent, actually. So when we were watching it, I noticed a few slightly glitchy things across the screen. You probably didn't in your in your state. Um, but <laughs> then literally yesterday, I went to see Han Solo yeah. in the same screen. and Glitches? glitches and then the actual basically the projector crashed died and they had to restart the screening but thankfully because we are unlimited customers we just said fuck that left 
booked for the next showing in like half an hour and had a much better time. Oh, sweet. But that, that actual screen, they still decided to show something in there, even though they knew the projector would probably die. <sighs> That's classic, though, isn't it? Yeah. It it's, was bad. It sucks when that happens. They're like, we'll see how long we can run it. And if we don't, ah, it's just a few cinema tickets. But they have to realise that some people, that that's their set time to go see a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if they have kids, etc. Well, I say not for Deadpool 2, but, no, right. you know, there's, you know, everyone's got, you know, time. Oh, but Deadpool 2 is a family film, is it not? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> now, it felt very much like Deadpool 1 in its kind of stylings and its comedy. However, it still felt fresh, which was really nice. Yeah, yeah, I think... Engaging. I, I have to say, I did not enjoy it as much as the first one. It's still I a lot it. of fun, but the first one is better for me, and I think that is because of the story. Yeah, and I always love an origin story film. It makes the character a little bit more vulnerable. There's something to fight for. There's there's a strength and a tenseness there, where there's, whenever you get to an expansion, not an expansion, a, <laughs> uh, a second one. Yes, uh, uh, sequel. Sequel, <laughs> thank you. Expansionese sequel thing. Um yeah, they do tend to sometimes drop off because there's like either a bigger picture or something else going on. And that really annoys me. Like I always love the first Iron Man, Tony Stark, yes. so vulnerable, uh, but also the suit being used more. So that epic scene where he goes to the Middle East and it just ruins things. Love that film. So epic. Thor 1. Yep. I just love introdu- introductory movies. Even the first Spider-Man that they did recently, the Homecoming. The Homecoming, yeah, yeah. I love those ones. I don't know what it is about it. I just love getting to know the character yeah. before they're flung into a world of other characters where even though they are the main character, that spark is lost, if yeah. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. Origin stories, when done properly, are great. And I have to say, the last few have been, been good. So like Spider-Man Homecoming. I think Spider-Man Homecoming is different because, one, we'd already met this Spider-Man in, uh, what, Civil War? Yes. And two, we've already had like four other, five other Spider-Man films before. So it's not like you don't know who Spider-Man <laughs> is. And I think they did it really well without repeating kind of the original things. Yeah. Like, oh, how did he get turned in Spider-Man? We fucking know. We've seen yeah. it like three times. <laughs> Tobey Maguire has fainted way too many times yeah. for us to now know this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Deadpool 2 was great. Um, you said that you've seen Han Solo. Yes. Um, Tell so, me about it. Yeah. I. Do you know what? I really enjoyed it. Yeah? A lot more than I was expecting. I. So I had a similar feeling as to how I did when I first saw Thor 2, way back, Thor The Dark World, I think it is. Um, mm. I, I went into that not really knowing anything. I hadn't seen pretty much any of the trailers. I think I'd seen one teaser trailer. And I, got to be honest, I did not enjoy that when I first saw it. I get you. And I had that feeling going into this. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. Um, but you know what? It was brilliant. It, minus the fact we saw the the beginning like five minutes <laughs> twice. Um, yes. It, it, was, it was great. Like, I, I really, a lot of fun, um, kind of... This is something my girlfriend said as well, actually, is like it felt like it was Han Solo, but not at the same time. So it was like I really liked this character, but it was different to the Han so- the Harrison Ford Han Solo yeah. that we've seen before. Um, but in a good way, it didn't feel like it was like shitting on it or anything else. But I think I think it was really well done. And I so would say, so do you reckon it. even if if they, if it wasn't Han Solo, if it was another character as a singular film, even if it was a different ship, not the Millennium Falcon, yeah, it would be. On its own, a great film. Yeah, on its own, it's a great film. I really think so. I think they they pretty much nailed it in that aspect. Is it's it could be a standalone film. Like, and this is the thing. Even if you've never seen a Star Wars film, but that's probably not the case. You could go see this one and have a brilliant time. Um, I think, I think they did a really good job in doing that. Wicked. And, but I think I, I, it's difficult because 
because we know all this background and the kind of yeah. we're, we're familiar with the the world of Star Wars that it, it, it kind of added a quite a bit to it and it's like but they didn't go overboard with like references at all like not it wasn't like hey remember this thing that happens <laughs> in that feature film remember <laughs> but no no it was good fun like I really really enjoyed it I'd definitely say go see it and don't don't be too concerned about the fact that it's young Han Solo. Yeah, I was, that's something which was going to get me. I was like, I was looking for Harrison Fordisms, but maybe that's not the way I should be going into the film. Mm, I I think you've just got to give it a chance because it's worth a watch. And I like some of the new characters they added in here. Um, Lando is fantastic. Um, oh my god, I can't remember his name. Uh, the, you know the guy who plays Lando, anyway. But he's he's great. Um, oh. He's all his capes. Donald Glover. Donald Glover, that's the one. Um, the Yeah, the capes. Is, oh, there's a fantastic little featurette that they released of him giving you, like, an MTV Cribs walkthrough of the Millennium Falcon. That's, <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that, yeah. This is where I keep my capes. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, one for every occasion. It's fantastic. But, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I think I'd actually <clears> give this, if we're going out of out of 10, I'd probably go for a 7 out of Ooh, 10 on that one. I, that's quite generous. It is, yeah. I think that's because... I just really enjoyed it. Like, it was enjoyable. Like, I think maybe, like, every film, you can always pick holes in it. But yeah. if I'm just, like, my overall impression, 7 out of 10. Love it. Cool. I'll go watch it. I think the issue is, uh, well, you know, just not really had the time. As um, yeah. as Jonathan Reese davey once excellently said in, uh, I think it was, uh, Reds the Lost Ark, bad dates. Just not <laughs> being able to really find the time to go see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, talking about bad dates, um, Lucifer. Mm. There's a TV show me and Ed watch, which, sorry, excuse me, I fucking hay fever, man. <laughs> um, Lucifer is a show about the devil coming to the earth and inhabiting this kind of human body and just trying to take a break from hell. <coughs> and uh, we watched about three seasons of this and it's yeah. suddenly, um, was it Fox? Yeah, Fox. They just dropped it. Good old Fox. They like to cull the best shows. I mean... I don't know what the ratings are like. I don't know. Well, they were complaining. Um, it's like, we only get three million or something per viewing, and that's not enough. It's like, come on. There's yeah. a massive fan base. I mean, I didn't realise it was a Fox show originally because like, you can watch it on Amazon. Mm. So that's... Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, exactly. So this show not brought you by <laughs> Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's great. because obviously, So we're in the UK. Obviously, things are slightly different here for us um, in how we get shows, when we get them, this, that, and the other. Um, but I honestly, I've absolutely loved this show because for me, it's it's kind of that ever so slight fantasy element yeah. mixed with a, a, a cop crime it's a drama. Crime so it's, good. Yeah, this is they're some of my favorite shows. Like the last thing that's this sort of style. I mean, so is Fringe. Fringe is what I'm talking yeah. about, and that was that got nuts towards the end of that. But it reminds me of those first seasons. Um, and I thought that's something which definitely picked up on me was as you go through seasons, writers become more sloppy yeah. and it hacks me off. Um, season two of Lucifer was OK. Yeah. However, there was extra storylines in that which ticked me off. Season three brought it right back for me Nailed in it. a big way. Yeah. And I was like, thank God it hadn't gone down the road of Vikings, which don't get me wrong. I love the show Vikings. I've restarted watching season one of Vikings right. to get myself back into the mindset and loving that series because of uh, Travis Fimmel, who was in the Warcraft movie. Oh, as, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he plays Ragnar Lothbrok, who's the main character of the Vikings series. And those first few seasons are some of the best TV I've ever watched just because it's epic and as yeah. it goes on there's all these story arcs love arcs it's like that Hobbit you know three way love triangle 
which was really yeah. annoying. Yeah. Um, but no, Lucifer going down really upset me because it leaves on such, without giving anything away, it leaves on such a cliffhanger. Well, this is the thing. So you've seen the last couple of episodes yeah. and I, uh, we've got, I think we're three left, but I, I'm, I can already feel that it's not going to wrap up mm. like with that. And yeah, I, it's just, I, I'm disappointed because it was a really good yeah. show for me. In a way, you can kind of, that being the last episode is kind of nice because of what happens. Right. However, at the same point... No, I want to see more. Yeah. I want to see more. I mean, I, there's something about every show that I really love being cancelled, and it's the same for everyone, isn't it? I mean... It sucks. Like, Stargate. Yep. Like, all three fucking series. I mean, Atlantis kind of ended nicely, um, but Stargate Universe, they're just fucking floating in space, man. Yeah. Like, that's it. Sucks balls. Yeah. I mean, apparently that did get continued a little bit in comic form, but it's not the same for me. Not the same as when it originally started, I'm guessing. Yeah, not at all. Um... So, what else have you seen this week? Yeah, so um, I finished season two of uh, Sword Art Online. Oh, yeah. Which was, so I still tried to do this anime stint where I've been watching anime and trying to kind of, I guess I'm trying to find a little bit more variety in what I watch. Um, and that was really cool. So it, it goes around uh, this guy going back into this uh, this kind of VR world where he's kind of trapped, but he's not trapped in this sense. He can actually log out of the game now when he wants to. Right. However, it's a different game. And so he has to learn new ways of uh, challenging it and he has to kind of pull, you know, rabbits out of the hat in order to kind of save his girlfriend. <laughs> and there was the same sort of anime things, a lot of boobs, a lot of butts, yeah. a lot of uh, niche moments, a so lot of weird... So still not, not train-friendly then, no? Yeah, a little bit more kind of, you know, there's the sister who falls in love with her brother and it's a bit like, oh, come on, guys. I just, I really like the premise, but yeah. clean up bit. However, to be honest, I know, I get it. Some people are like, this is the best thing ever. How dare you poo on SAO? But to each their own. Um, I enjoyed it, but there was a lot of story arcs again that I was a bit like, come on, I don't need to watch that. But then I was recommended... So I finished that, and there's a, an entire different thing. Like I think there's Sword Art Online too. I need to start. Um, I enjoyed it. I probably will continue it. My friend uh, Nick Fletcher, who's also a listener of the yeah. show, said, "Hey, you should watch One Punch Man, which is of this guy who trains so fiercely that he can kill anything with one punch. Okay, and because of that, he's bored." So the entire anime is about this guy being bored that he keeps on killing things. He's trying <laughs> to find a worthy opponent, and people try and challenge him, and he's just like, "Okay." Yeah, Dead. okay, next. Let's just go make some ramen. And I've actually really been enjoying it because I kind of... I, I don't feel that way at all, I, li but I, I like the premise. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the like the premise a lot. Fun. That sounds good. Is, this, is that anime as well, is it? Or is it's it, an anime, yeah. but it's what, there's no like extra crap. It's just good. It's so beautifully uh, made as well. Right. So I'd definitely suggest that. If I was going to suggest you anything to watch, One Punch Man would be my, right up your street. Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, finally, on the movie section, because I've been wobbling for a while... Um, would be uh, the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. Yes. So that's something I've been uh, annoying Ed with quite some bit, so I want to get that again. Oh, no, it's good, because I've, I've got it. Um, I'm going to lend it to Jack. I haven't seen them in a while myself, to be honest. No, like, no. They, they are some epic films. So um, good. I, and I think it's interesting to see just how well they've held up, because they have. Like, yes, they, they have. They are fantastic compared to... I mean... Who was it was talking about this the other day? Oh, um, I was watching the the WAN show from Linus Tech Tips, so their mm. weekly thing, and they were talking about how The Matrix has not really stood the test of time. No. Sadly. Um, but I think, I mean, I, I get it, so five years later or whatever, because it was like early 2000s. The uh, first that one, was 1999, The Matrix was released. Yeah, yeah. and then... Same Lord with Rings... Fight Club. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, 
But yeah, I think The Lord of the Rings has really stood the test of time. I mean, hey, I probably should go back and watch them before I say this, but I, I, I watched some of them not that long ago, I don't yeah. think. Um, and they were great. I really, really enjoyed them. The thing was, um, I was asked recently at my job to kind of what I want to do working towards the future. And I'll get onto this a little bit in future gazing, but it was like, what inspired you to do what you do in 3D VFX? And I was like, oh, Lord of the Rings, Matrix, stuff like that. Yeah. So I want to rewatch them just so I can kind of recapture that imagination. Also, I want to get back stuck into that world because I, I miss it and I loved it. Yeah. And that's what got me into Warcraft. That's what got me into RuneScape. That's what got me into Guild Wars 2. Everything that I play has been spiraled off of this love for the Lord of the Rings as a kid. Yeah, I used to have yeah. like action figures. I used to have posters. Not, I wasn't like what I call a mental fan who like knew Elvish and stuff, right? But I loved them to the point where it was just the cinematic quality of them is something I don't know if we'll see again. I'm really looking forward to it and opening my head to it, but it's something completely different. I... I think you're right. I don't think we've there's been that major kind of epic trilogy, epic saga mm. that we've had since. I really don't. I mean, I know fine, like the Avengers and the Marvel films, we've got 18 films, 18, 19 films or whatever it is, but that's different, I think. Yeah. And the only thing I've got high hopes for is Mortal Engines. I don't know whether you ever read these books no. as a kid. So uh, cinema the other day, see Han Solo, um, a slight teaser trailer for Mortal Engines. The premise is it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic world but all the cities are effectively on wheels so <laughs> what yeah yeah yeah. it does it seems it sounds getting ridiculous when you say it like this but the so if basically it's a city each city world like so you've got the so london is like if you watch the teaser i'll try and link it in the show notes Please. if i remember but um the so london in the trailer is chasing down this tiny little town like and just literally yeah like like that like it just wrecks it and literally they've just got like these massive jaws on the underneath the front of the city so it's kind of like imagine a tank but the turret is replaced with a city and it's full size we're talking big like you St. Paul's is on there it's like it's big it's, I wish you could see my head on my face yeah right, right. Yeah, yeah he's pretty like oh my gosh God, I'm trying to think of like I'd just be fearful every time I see St. Paul's. Yeah. No! The <laughs> yeah, big right. titties, the massive titty <laughs> yeah. is moving towards me. Uh Nelson's column. Yes, uh, not the kind of nine o'clock news with Rowan Atkinson there. Well uh I have to link to some of that in the show notes so as well, because that is a great sketch. Nelson's column? Pa! Disney it's Nelson's massive, Willy! Massive Willy, everything's a funny presentation. <laughs> But it is. That, that sounds wicked, actually. Yeah, I mean, I love this book series as, uh, when I was younger, kind of. It's a young adult aimed series, I think. But there's, I think there's four books of that, and then I think they're just. Uh, Peter Jackson's doing them. Oh, wicked. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, so this this is, should be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hence, Lord Fantastic. of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited by that, and uh, there's a little teaser, and be curious to see where it goes. Ed, you, me, and Kristen, let's go down to Brighton. Oh, wait. Never mind, it's been eaten by Torton. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Never <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah. They got sick of them taking all the people. Yeah, like the cities eat each, each other for fuel, basically. That's basically what it is. God. Yeah. So you can't stay still, this, that, and the other. Um, yeah, good fun. Looking forward to it. But talking of movies, so let's move on to tech news. And I, I, I've, I've kind of no real news, and I think we kind of need to rerun this as just tech shit because... yeah. I don't read the news enough. Um, <laughs> like, I have purchased a server. It's... <laughs> this is the most randomest message yeah. I got during the week. It's a really boring week. I was like, I wonder if Ed's also having a boring week. Maybe he's editing. Hey, Jack, I bought a server. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm meaning Brilliant. like a fucking full-on chunky, like I think it's four U. So servers are measured in like 
height in units um and i think this is like for you high so it's like i don't know like it's it's at least two three and a half inch hard drives tall and it's about 19 inches wide and i don't know how long it is um but it's a full-on rack server now three battenbergs high yes yes three (laughs) of them yes um that's a good unit measurement uh the it's excessive so so i'll start at the beginning really we've we've at home we're using plex i think i've mentioned this before it's kind of i'm consolidating like all the dvds we own and this that and the other onto a hard drive effectively and then we stream them to our tv in the house um and that's great i absolutely love it it's so easy and, I bet. and especially with the new tv it's got a built-in <coughs> plex app oh, sick so yeah i mean it makes it really easy it's like browsing netflix but with your own me- media library um, love it Oh, Jack! Jack just finished his oh, beer. beer break. All right, let's um, let's just quickly go back to the beer. What What do you think? Joe, so I'm still going to stick with a four. I'd say um, four, three, three to four. Yeah, I think I still would only have one though. Yeah. Like, but I would happily have one. That's the thing. If somebody like came up to me and said, "Do you want one of these innocent guns?" I'd be like, "Yeah, give me the dark age one." Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. I really like that. So, um, this server is kind of completely overkill, um, and currently. My my PC at home is the Plex server, so the PC has to be on. Um, and when I say server, it's just a bit of software running on your PC. It just it just makes it archives your uh, your folder. You just have to set the folders up and this that and the other. And you so you go so you have a folder called TV. In that you have say, let's say Lucifer, and then you have Lucifer season one, two, three, and then it and it can just pick them up. God, it's amazing what you could do now. I still have like down there. I still have like bookcases filled with CDs. Well, this is it. So we've got a, I've got literally a crate full of DVDs and stuff in the garage that I'm slowly, slowly putting yeah. in my library. Um, but but the trouble with this all is is that I I'm running out of storage space. Ah, because we're now 4K at home. 4K Blu-rays <laughs> are very very big. Everything 4K. Yeah, I do my best to make sure I've got everything in 4K. But like a a 4K movie can be anywhere between 25 and 50 gigs. Ooh, I didn't think of that. So, hence the Blu-ray Lord of the Rings being over 30 gigs yes, or something per. <laughs> yes. Um. So it's yeah, it's chunky. Um. So the problem is, I'm running out of storage, and in my new case, which I'll get to in a minute, I've only got space for two hard drives, and my hard drives are currently uh, two terabytes each, and one of them is just over half full with with uh with media with damn it. so that's a lot of overwatch highlights <laughs> yeah that's it um so this is why i've gone for the server now it's a complete overkill setup i did not need to do this at all um it's just that it came up for very cheap i'm talking it was like 40 quid including postage and most of that is postage so it has space for something like 14 hard drives in it i think uh it's got a xeon 55 something other quad core uh this that, and the other and 24 gigs of RAM. Now, this is really important <laughs> because the more storage you have, the more RAM you need for the, the process I'm going to go through. Okay. Um, I think I'll talk about this more in a couple of weeks' time when we do the next show because I'll actually have it. Yeah, so you can say how um, it's working. But So, short story, I have a server. Um, it's got a quad-core, 8-thread, Xeon in it, um, 24 gigs of RAM, plenty of space for hard drives, of which I will temporarily use the existing ones I have. Um and then I will be running uh, FreeNAS on there to as an operating system, basically. It's just a, a version of Linux that is based around storage servers. Nice. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, nice. But you... 
going on slightly more normal stuff, you were considering a graphics card upgrade. Yeah, you said I love hearing what you have to say because when it comes to tech news, Ed has so much more knowledge in terms of actual tech knowledge than me. So this is also like as much as it's new grounds for you, it's new grounds for mm. me as well. I've never thought about making a server or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Half of that, I'd say it went over my head. I get most of what you were talking about, if not nearly all of it. It's just that's mind-boggling. It's complicated. It's yeah, something yeah. new. That's that's one of the main things I'm doing. I'm well, curious. It's exciting curious. as well, yeah. Um, so I was thinking of a graphics card. Now, it's one of those kind of, I guess it's part future gazing, but it's not really. Mm. It's more, um, I've been looking at the 1070 because people have been saying that the the 1080, there's no point uh, because it's just it's the same. It's the same. Well, it's not the same. It's just not as powerful. Everyone raves about the 1070 graphics cards, but they don't say anything about the 1080. They just say it's over expensive. I, I mean... I I'll um I'll say that yeah the 1080 is a better card and okay. and is the 1080 Ti but if we're talking value for money yeah. sure yeah absolutely and that's it I think there's like I'm trying to find value for money something I can use something which will improve my current rig I know that I need other things beforehand such as an SSD and a case but I'm still trying to get through those rig and rolls of getting a new graphics card that will really amp out some of those games that I'm trying to play like Destiny where I feel like even playing a uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance yeah. I can't put it up to high or ultra. I have to have it on medium. It runs well on medium, but I'm running a GTX 770. That's very old now. Yeah. In comparison to I these mean, new, new ones. Even my 970 on paper is like up to four years old. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. And I see like one of my friends recently got a 3K rig <laughs> with all this extra stuff. I'm like, I wish I had that. I'd stream with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, graphics card. And I guess on another part of the news, um, with sniping, it's 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 all about time and money. And speaking of time, so I, I'm trying to do up this sniper for airsoft, and the parts were supposed to come in at the uh, late May. Mm. They're not coming in until late June now. Oh, man. So I have to wait longer to try and get the sniper parts so I can you know make it all sparkly glowy. Yeah, this is the now no longer orange sniper rifle that we spoke about last yes. time, right? Yeah, it's now no longer orange. But I'm waiting for that. Um, and uh, I'll get to your case in a moment. Mm, but yeah. on Saturday, I um, this is kind of related to tech news or tech stuff, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. Um, so all Saturday, I played a hench game of Airsoft. And it originally, it was supposed to be UK versus USA. Right. <laughs> Except the Yanks didn't show up. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but at the same point, like thinking about it, it's massive logistical issue. Like imagine trying to get all your gear, all your guns across customs etc well hang on so you're actually talking about actual guys from america being yeah like, okay yeah, yeah yeah uk versus usa match was supposed to be a massive event so we turn up in the morning and we thought it was going to be all day we were going to camp the night and then there was going to be an all-day event the next day but no way we were going to do that second day it's just gonna to be too knackering yeah um so we turn up in the morning and there was about 30 people in total okay um, however, we were like, screw this, we're going to make it We're gonna make a day of it, because we were a, squ a squad of four. And my God, did we? And I guess the tech side of it was, I had two batteries, and they lasted me the entire day. Um, That's and we good. Had, yeah, dude. We had like a three-hour morning game, where you had to collect gold bars. <laughs> so to go out, shoot, your, shoot the other players, pick up gold bars, bring it back. We ended up getting 25 gold bars, and they got three. Wow. So we dominated that first game. Yeah. Um, it started going a little bit later, so we... Um, it, it switched a little bit. Near lunchtime, we did this COD-based game where somebody came out and you got power-ups due to your gold bars, like Call of Duty. So yeah. this one guy got an invulnerability card, wiped out the entire team. I got peppered <laughs> up my right side. I was like, how the fuck is that? I'm shooting you. Call your hits. And he was like, I have invulnerability. I was like, oh. 
they swiftly took that out the next game because they realised how bullshit yeah, that was, right? right? How is that possible? Um, or airstrikes. So me and my friend Paddy would be going all the way up their left flank, managed to get around, nearly flanking the entire team to kill them all. And suddenly they called airstrikes. Everyone had to return back to their spawn point. So it was uh. frustrating. And we had lots of players leave half time because, well, some people just rage quit, let's be honest. However, we then had a pilot game. Okay. Um, so the pilot game was you had to find this dummy in the middle of the field, heal him, and then get him into the back of a van, which they had set up, nice. and then escort the van up the path. <laughs> Except when I got, I was the medic because I had a medic badge on my hat, right? <laughs> So I found the medic and they're like, you have to make a valve. He is bleeding out. He is bleeding out. I repeat, he is dying. I'm like, I don't know how to, what the fuck is a valve? I know valve games, like, you know, Half-Life, Half-Life 2. What yeah. the fuck is this? I had to make a, they got a card and some duct tape and I had to basically make the card like 45 degree angle. So he, it released fluids and he'd be able to breathe <laughs> all whilst being shot at by the enemy team. So I got peppered about four or five times before I finally fucking healed this little pilot. Got into the van they took over the van. Oh, no. I did all that hard work for them to take over the van and win the map. So angry. This is where the tech news comes in. Sorry. So it's just an exciting day, right? We did a 4v4. So it's just my squad. We had three hours between the night game and the afternoon game. Okay. Um, so we decided to use the close quarters combat arena um, for a 4v4. So all against all. Because <laughs> we all had pistols, right? And I bought a new pistol recently, which is all CO2 powered. So it's quite heavy. It's a hefty yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But you can't aim well with it as such because it's got such a... It's got near real recoil behind it. Right. Um, I smashed it. Like, nice. So I managed to find them, but it was it was so... For the tech news, it was more like I wanted to make sure that the pistol was working. That it, My God, is it working? I spent about two hours testing it, trying to get the hop up right, which is basically the elevation of the BB, whether it dips up or it dips down. Yeah. I, I got it bang on. So we had this 4v4. It starts off in the top right corner. You have to hunt your friends. So there's that nice. silence. Yeah. So you say, go! And there's nothing but the breeze through the Sussex, Sussex forests. Um, yeah. I shot my friend Phil in the arm I found my mate Will I shot him because he couldn't see me and then my friend Paddy who often does um, like Tough Mudder and all these epic right. games it's so hard to hit because he'll try and shoot you and then he'll run full <laughs> belt across the other side of the map because he's just fit as a fiddle and I'm, I'm like tubby five foot five I don't move fast we finally had the standoff and I aimed and as he turned around I managed to shoot him in the goggles so I won the 4v4 nice. It's the best feeling I've had in months. Like, I know it's they're my mates, but being able to win a 4v4 is just such an epic thing. I was like, I've done what I usually do in Overwatch. Yeah, there's something about shooting your mate in the head, isn't there? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, they got me in fair, fair. We, we started doing duels, so right. it was like 12 paces turn around, oh, shoot each other. Yeah. And I think most of it was me trying to get over the initial fear of being shot at. Yeah. So we all started off, we both drew pointed at each other and then hid. <laughs> so we didn't shoot each other, just like firing blankly. And then eventually we're like, oh, it's okay, we don't have face masks, but we have glasses. Our yeah. eyes are fine. We're just not close die, your mouth. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was really good. So I won most of the jewels as well, just because I was quick off the mark. I had no fear. My, my gun was powerful. Nice. Because it was loud, I found out they were like, yeah, it just sounded loud and horrible. So I didn't really want to. Yeah. But they also got some fair shots. Like I got shot in the nuts quite a lot. So if I'm a little bit like this, I apologise. <laughs> but it's so much fun. So in terms of tech news, pistol works, but sniper's nice. not on its way yet. Eh, it'll come. It's tough with these things, isn't it? Waiting around for parts. I yeah. mean, like the same with me and my server. It's not going to be here till sometime next yeah, week. No, so who knows? Like it's it's frustrating. Tell me about your case because that's something I really found wicked. Right. Yeah. So 
this is there's a video about this that we'll we'll link to in the description that I shot uh, literally just the other day. Um, just kind of a, a quick overview of what I've done, why I've done it, and you get to see how it looks as well. Um, so the whole point of me rebuilding my PC into a new case with a few other things was just to make it look good. I get no more performance from putting it into a new case, so why why bother is what yeah. most people would say. But I've I built my PC and now I've got more and more into kind of seeing what everybody else is up to. Um, and I just wanted it to look more of a feature on my desk than be this black box that does something. Battle stations. Yes. Something nice. Yes, exactly that. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm really happy with it, how it turned out. So it's the Fractal Design Meshify C in white. Um, I've got some of some blue lighting in there, some nice orange cable extensions. Um, but if you want to see it, you'll have to check out the video, which is in the description of the show. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's fantastic. Really, really happy with how it turned out. I like the idea that the LEDs glow bluer the faster they spin. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of nuts because it also means you could kind of monitor your temperatures maybe a little bit more. Yeah. So the the blue LED fans I've got they. They're quite dim because I actually have them spinning quite slow because I don't need them to be fast. Yeah, um, don't need to be hefty tracker. Yeah, exactly. So, and because it's on my desk now as well, um, it's the quieter it is, the better. And so, therefore, the fans spin slower. But I wanted light in there, so I've added these LED strips, this and the other. It's yeah, it's I'm really really happy with it. It looks slick, and if you watch the video, you can see just how damn clean that case is. Yeah. Like it's it's a movable case. Like we always talk about it, but I've got this massive stack tower. I can literally put my beer on, and I'm going to replace it soon. However, I guess the airflow is good. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's massive. It's got like yeah. two two hundred millimeter fans at the front or something ridiculous, isn't it? Like it's, yeah. it's a chunky beast. Which is the thing. Even though I've got GTX seven seventy, my games they don't run hot. No. Just because I might need to replace the CPU fan because it's getting old now. It's the stock one. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I the need stock to get rid of that. Yeah. However, these are future things. So I want to get a graphics card, but I need to get an SD card first. I need to get. I've got your drive I need to put in that you mm. gave me. He kindly gave me a one terabyte hard drive. Yeah, one terabyte. Yeah. Um, which is excellent because I've I've got like one terabyte hard drive I partitioned, so it's not bad. Yeah, it just it's storage these days is kind of very much needed like games are getting bigger they we're are. doing a lot more media stuff as well so yeah we need storage optimization only gets so far though doesn't it yeah it does it does you kind of you need volume basically that's the mm. thing talking about volume <laughs> fitness <laughs> <laughs> oh yes so lagging balls has been a podcast that jack and i have listened to for a little while now and they have been so much fun to listen to and, yeah and like thorn and thist have helped us out with kind of the behind the scenes work that goes into building a podcast of your own and it's been great in fact the new microphone i'm on today is exactly the same as they use highly recommended by them and so far and hopefully the listeners will agree it sounds great it looks baller as well like just kind of say it feels <laughs> professional even though we're in a bloody wooden shed with uh you know my junk crap poster and all the other stuff and still bags of crisps it does feel legit and we'll definitely put a picture of this yeah, set yeah, up yeah. in the, it's, uh, um, the show it's a lot of fun and i really really enjoy kind of again it's tech isn't it like i'm like yay new tech um yeah but it's been a long time coming this this mic had to get shipped from america but anyway lagging balls so on their discord which again i will link to in the uh, show notes man i got a lot to put in the show notes this week yeah um 
they have got a fitness channel uh, on their Discord, which is all started because... Um, oh, oh, my God, Helenka. Helenka. Yeah, yeah um, Swalenka. Because basically, there's a guy who works for... What, did he work for... Did yeah, he, still he worked work for Blizzard? Blizzard. I don't know if he still does, um, but definitely... Yeah, he did Yeah, work I think he was like... Managed the PvP yeah, he did. Uh, on the WoW team. Um, anyway, he has properly transformed himself. Hench. Like, so hench. Um, and so this kind of discussion on fitness kind of started over there. And honestly, they're kind of really building a good support community to get everybody involved to to get fit, basically. Yeah. So the, the idea is that anything you do, chuck it in there. That's, yeah. So say you decide to... Okay, I'm not going to eat that piece of cake because actually I want to lose some weight. So damn straight. Or do you know what? I went for a walk today rather than sitting on my fat ass the whole time. That's exactly what I did today, and all because of that Swalinka thing. I yeah. was like, well, you know, I always want my dog calf, but I never think about recording it um, in terms of like saying I've actually done this today. Yeah. It's always just been a part of the day, and uh, you know, something as simple as getting up and making your bed is a is an accomplishment. Yeah. It's celebrating accomplishments. It's pushing yourself forward no matter how much it is even though like so Thist one of the main uh, yeah that one of the main hosts of Lag and Balls yeah. was just saying it doesn't matter what it is maybe you went with water instead of soda or coke or whatever it is or you've cut down the amount of caffeine you have which is definitely a constraint yeah. of mine uh, or for me it's actually more like caffeine with sugar mm-hmm. um, so during the weekend especially this weekend I've been having I got new maple syrup coffee and it's oh. just good yeah, maple um, syrup coffee okay oh, it's, it actually tastes amazing it's this thing it's this company called Littles that do like so you got the Havana rum um, right, maple yeah. um, Swiss chocolate great coffees however they're not overly you know over uh, calorific mm-hmm. regardless um, I was like I want to kind of record a little bit more about what I do in the day so I just spent the day uh, well I sp- spent the morning taking my dog to the lake just because I met loads of dog walkers it felt great I felt better I actually stretched out my legs from the other day doing airsoft yeah. so I actually felt good again like I'd warmed down properly now well this is it even uh, airsoft is actually a pretty damn good workout for you I bet you were oh, like, running so around much. running there's the adrenaline of not being shot because there, yeah. it's gonna hurt if you make a mistake it's it's honestly for anything, even like you know, gaming anger. It's such a good release, and you meet so many wonderful people that do it as well. Yeah, I got to be honest. So, at work, we've we've there's just two of us in my office, um, but we've we've recently joined a gym like a couple months ago. I think I've talked about this Sick. before, but I haven't been for a while. Partly, I've worked some unbelievably stupid hours. Yeah, he has. Um, but also, I've kind of got out of the habit of it. Which is part of the problem. So I had that with my fast days this week as well. Just like at the end of the day, even though I've kept under 600 calories, my brother was leaving. So like, oh, cake and beer. It's like, well, I can't not have cake and beer. But could you? Yeah. Well, it's more like a social forcing. Yeah, no, I get it. It's tough with these things. It's like, I mean, so this is the other thing at work is like every Friday is like beer and cheese, basically. Yeah. So it's it's like I, I generally try and actually get out before that because otherwise it's like oh i'm leaving and everybody else is just chilling but hey hey you don't have to drink obviously it's just it's just um it's difficult it is difficult it's also maybe trying to find the the least calorific option but alcohol is just calories isn't it yeah yeah says the show that has a beer of the show every time and this and the other so anyway yeah but (laughs) beer is good damn it beer is good damn it it is good um that's it definitely fitness um fitness discussion going forward i 
think it's a great thing. Um, walking the dog, doing videos of that, trying to do something daily, even if it's like running to the station instead of just like half-ass walking, yeah. anything like that. Um, so that also leads me on to like better fast days. I want to kind of really nail down my fast days. If I don't do it one day, I do it another instead. Yeah. And I just make up for it because I need to start losing weight again because it's not, I'm still not at what I'd call a healthy weight. Um, and I want to get further down. I'm not bad. I just, for me personally, I want to lose more weight and I want to kind of feel a lot more fitter. Yeah. I don't want to be X stone at 27. That doesn't really sound cool to me. Um, and that's kind of leading on to other parts so it's not just fitness it's like while well, saying about watching anime like watching variety of stuff yeah just broadening your horizons yeah broadening broadening my horizons moving forward in other things such as um work recently has been a bit up and down we've had lots of people leave my brother's left my boss might be i don't know i don't know what's going on with them it's it's a weird situation to be in and everyone's been saying have you ever thought about job searching you know folding your 3d career because at the moment i'm just doing versioning and other bits yeah. No one really gives a shit about my podcast at work. It's just, you know, this is also where I can kind of blow off steam and basically say, look, I don't know if I'll be looking for, you know, I, I didn't really see myself at 26 archiving Felix the Cat yeah. as such. And as much as it is something to do and it is money and it's food on the table, everyone knows it's boring and it's not really what I want to go. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what I need to do next to advance my 3D career, whether it's finding a new job or finding a way of actually using my current job to be better at 3D. Yeah. So watching modeling tutorials, watching texturing tutorials, rendering, anything like that, my downtime. Yeah, I think it's always important to keep moving forward. No matter what you're doing, um, if, if you don't change anything, nothing else will change. If no. You can't if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you always got. Like that's, that's the only way to put it. So you've got to try something new. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's the same with positivity in gaming. I've found that when you're stuck in a rut, when everything, especially like at work where people are a bit down or something's happening and blur, it also has an effect outside of it. Yeah. And I found that I'd come home. Maybe I didn't do much during the day. Maybe all I did was archiving Felix account or something else, um, which is fine. But I'd come home not feeling like I accomplished much. Maybe I didn't finish what I wanted to start at the beginning of the day. Yeah. I play games and I start losing and I just feel like there's less accomplishment and it gets me so frustrated, I start getting angry. Yeah. So I'm trying to find more positivity when I'm playing games, like knowing that that's that time to relax and do much. So, yeah. All righty. So yeah. the, let's kind of start to wrap this up. But we'll... Um, we had a, a great discussion going on on Discord, as I kind of mentioned today. Yeah. This is our sort of ask the audience kind of thing. Um, so I, I kind of posed the question of what am I missing by not playing a DPS role in, in Warcraft, basically. Um, I have always been a tank for pretty much as long as I have played i've also really liked healing it kind of doesn't matter what i've done i've always enjoyed tanking now that maybe that's that's because that's what fits best with me but it's interesting that everybody has their role that they gravitate to so one of the first people to respond was ali and ali said killing mobs quicker that's about it uh, protection warriors which is the tank spec put out some decent dps in WoW, half my time is spent healing the other half tank. 
Once in a while, I go DPS when I need a break or a guildie wants to stretch their tanking or healing muscles. I take care of people. That's just what I do. What I've always done. It's who I am. So when I rolled my priest, which is a damage slash healing roll, in uh, Burning Crusade, which is the second expansion, I leveled her as Holy, the healing spec. I do enjoy Shadow too, though, as well as uh, being a rogue from time to time, which is the damage role I've been playing recently. In Legion, though, my guild needed a tank, so I got a Blood DK, which is also another tank. Um, now my wow time with my guild is evenly spit, split even yeah. between tanking and healing. Yeah, and I think I think that's kind of what happens to a lot of people in a guild. They and this this is the same with you, I think, Jack. Was it? Um, you try and fill in the roles that they need. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of the time, it is actually healers or tanks that they need because they're kind of... Pretty much anyone can do damage, right? But not everybody can figure out the best way of... Uh, you've got to keep X number of people alive. You've got to make sure nobody gets hit because you're the tank. This, that, yeah. And it's it's interesting how different people gravitate to different things. Turn them away from the group. Like, if, if their tank fails, the entire raid team's on them. Yeah. Which is an entirely different sort of... You know, smack in the face. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the, one of the things for me was I liked the responsibility. Wh whatever I'm doing, I like having some kind of responsibility. And, mm. and that's what tanking, I think, brings me. So Sassy Bell had a different perspective. She's she's much more of a healer. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to read this one through as well? Yeah, sure. Um, so Sassy Bell said, I love healing. Pretty much got into PvP as a healer only. My priest is pretty much my main. I love discipline for arena and questing, which is like a mixture of healing and damage at the same time, and holy for battlegrounds and raiding, which is the more player versus environment side. My druid, I'm a boomkin for life, which is a damage druid kind of set, but I've spent many, many hours in, three, in tree form over the years, which is the healing spec, so she likes healing. Um... Yes, I do still stay in Treant form. Um, I have my Shaman, who is uh, mainly elemental, which is damage, um, but I want to focus on healing with her in Battle for Azeroth. I have a Monk around level 103. That is, um, what's Wind, that? Windwalker. Windwalker. Is that yeah. the tank spec? No, that's uh, that is the healing spec, ah. I believe. Um, it's something I actually haven't touched yet either, but we'll get onto that. Yeah, um, but yes, yeah, so Sassy Bell has loads of characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, says, and I haven't tried the healing yet. Looks very complicated in my opinion, but I haven't sat down and tried it in months. Maybe I'll do that starting today with my long weekend. My paladin is protection, which is a tank, with anything to do with my friends. So if she does anything, um, if I have to pug, I go retribution, which is damage. Um, I hate, hate, hate holy paladin with a passion. Oh, yes. I think it's because of pigeonholing into holy back in vanilla. So I think probably back in the day maybe she was forced um to be a healer yeah i mean sucks. things were very different back in uh vanilla so the original world of warcraft you you kind of had to stick with something it wasn't easy to jump around to different things different roles like we do now so yeah it's mm. if you're forced to play something it's not going to be much fun yeah and yeah, and uh, completely yeah, true. Especially with WoW Classic coming out, it's a really big point. Um, and she said, unless things are really going south, I generally have time to toss out some Shadow Word pains and smites. So she's basically saying, as a healer, I know I'm there for the group survival, but I can also, you know, uh, do my own thing. Um, you know, watch where you stand, keep your mind. You can't DPS if you're dead. Um, if I can't help kill the boss five seconds faster, great. But to be honest, if we survive, that's the job in and of itself. Yeah. So she said, yeah, lol, sorry, I suffered through the stiff requirements of vanilla and BC. Yeah, absolutely. Again, like you had to do what you had to do. Like you had your role and you stuck with it there. Yeah. Like, it was very, very different. It's now you can be a lot more versatile. 
Yeah, you want a priest? LOL. If you're gonna go shadow, why don't you go affliction warlock? Which yeah, is like dots. exactly. It's like there was only priests could heal, only things could do this. Only it was it was very very different. Um, a lot of different classes are more useful these days. Oh yeah, it's totally. It's like Overwatch having more heroes. Yeah. More heroes work in different comps as games expand, they get better. And I feel like WoW's in a good position. I think there are certain things which need balancing, like melee versus casters in mm-hmm. PvP nowadays, but. When I used to PvP as my priest, I used to kill so many people in Shadow back in the day because it was ridiculous self-healing. Yeah. Nowadays, I, I just get, you know, I try and... It's a build-up spec, so you have to kind of charge up this thing called Insanity and then you unleash it. But you don't have time in PvP because you're dead by the time yeah, you've charged exactly. it. You can't do anything. Um, Zinyaya. Um, Zinyaya? Zinyaya? I, I, I don't know. Zin- let's let's do, go with that, whatever, yeah. Yeah. So... I've uh, so Zinya says I've been feeling the tank spec love on my vengeance demon hunter. I haven't actually tanked in groups yet. I'm waiting to find a group that will run through dungeons patiently so I can learn. But I love being able to jump into the middle of a group of demons and know I'll survive the fight. My playstyle has always been in the slow and steady type, so I'm a tank that can round up mobs and slowly wear them down, and this really appeals to me. In terms of DPS classes, the only one I've played consistently, other than my naked and frayed arms warrior, that, by the <laughs> way, is uh, a challenge that's going on on the World of Warcast uh, Discord and podcast at the moment, so you should check that out naked as well. Naked and afraid. Yeah. Uh, so the idea with that is that you have no heirlooms, you have no boost, no nothing. You are literally, whatever you find in the world, that's what you can use, but you can't have any support. Sick. And it's whoever can level the fastest so the challenge is which class is the fastest level anyway um yeah so the dps classes that they consistently is rogues and those do go faster simply because you can bypass a lot of fighting on your way to a destination stealth bitches yeah you see this is something i didn't think of anyway um i don't have to plan my routes as carefully and i love being able to sneak into the back of a cave or building etc to get to my target i love that if I have more than one mob, I have a whole toolkit of abilities to sap, distract, and bu- blind my enemies so I don't get overwhelmed. Sometimes I do end up outnumbered, but then I just hit vanish and I try again. Baller. From my previous, from my experience, the XP you get from having to kill all those extra mobs on a non-stealth class doesn't seem to make up for the ability to finish quests more efficiently. I totally agree. Yeah. I love playing rogues, mainly also at the moment for the versatility. Like you actually feel like you have to plan everything. That strategy side of it is so appealing to me as well. Um, so I can go up and like, I'll sap that one. I'll put a blind on that one. So they're both stopped. I love that. I think that's incredible. Um, it's just, yeah, they're so much fun to play at the moment. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, um, I have played one rogue. And it is level 19, and I don't think I've played it since Wrath of the Lich King. Um, the classic thing of, like, get as good a gear you can and hit level 19 and just wreck the shit out of everybody yeah, in twinking. PvP. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's that's the last time I played a true DPS class, and it's very different because I the classes I play, so a warrior, a druid, and more recently a monk, all of them could be DPS, yeah. but I choose not to. Because I enjoy, like, I think, I guess it's that responsibility thing of, okay, I've got to keep five people alive, or I've got to make sure nobody gets hit in the face because I'm the tank, or, like, it's a lot of fun. Mm. You see, I always saw the other side of it. I like having less responsibility. I like having my only sole goal to be doing the most amount of damage or trying to get close or being competent. I love getting gear and just those high numbers ticking off. Mm. Excuse me. Again, bit. 
that's always appealed to me. Whether it's you know tanking, I've always been like, I don't really want to be in the limelight or anything like that. I just want to kill stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, the thing is, I get both sides, and it's it's interesting the the whole uh, rogue thing that Zignea Zignea was talking about because you don't have to kill everything. You can plan yeah. it. You go stealthily. So I was um, a game I've really really enjoyed playing is. Uh, the Dishonored. Dishonored, yes. Mm. Um, so Dishonored Two, um, I it's a, it's a game where stealth is always an option, or stealth is always not an option. It's up to you. Play it how you <laughs> like. It's it's a fantastic series, and I definitely recommend checking it out. Anyway, I've, I normally my first playthrough of it is wreck everything, kill anything I can. Just it, you play it in high chaos mode. That is basically which changes the outcome of the game. But I've recently been playing it as uh, a there's a you get an achievement for playing as a ghost which means you never get detected by anyone and also non-lethal which means you never kill anyone nice so it's that really you just you play the game so differently by just doing that and it's it's nice that warcraft has that thing for everybody as well yeah different class for different people for different things like my friend Kate, who's going to start playing Warcraft soon, she's like, I like blood elves, they're pretty, and you can get a little pet, and you can name the pet. Exactly. So like, there we go. Yeah, that's, like... that's the thing. It is, Warcraft is so big now that it is, there is something for everyone, mm. and that's what I love about it. Everybody's yeah. got their thing. Whether you want to go sit and fish for four hours in Dalaran, you can. Like, that's part of the game. Like, this is, it's, uh, it's a lot of variety. All right, Sweet. so I think that is pretty much it for this week. Um, have you got anything you want to add? I do. Um, the slack of the week. I was ah. thinking one which came to mind last week when it was a little bit slower in the office. Um, you know, especially when there's like a heated discussion going on about a project, I tend to do the uh, coffee break, which is a great thing. So I say, hey, does anyone want coffee? And if they all say no, I still go get a coffee myself because I was going to go anyway. Yeah. And that coffee can extend for five minutes, ten minutes because they know that you're making a coffee. Oh, yes. And that's almost like the same as dump time, right? <laughs> but you can elongate a coffee because you're talking to somebody about that special project. So if you don't like coffee, sod it. Get yourself a glass of water and make them coffee. Yeah. Just find a way of getting the hell out of that room and just having half an hour, 15 minutes, however long you do get, unless you're bogged down, which, of course, I completely understand. I've just been able to elongate that time and get yourself into a different place. Yeah, absolutely. And and not only from a slacking perspective, it is good to take a break. Oh, yeah. Take a break all the time. Have a Kit Kat. They should pay me for that. <laughs> so anyway. What was that thing that we were trying to say at the end of every show that we had last time? Do you remember that you, we wrote a sentence and we both tried to say it and... What was it? Let's find the show notes for yeah, last week. I've completely forgotten. Da, 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 da. Intermission, ask us anything. Is it there? Where is it? Uh, outro. Yeah. Uh, ah, so, yes. Alrighty, so yeah, we're going to wrap this one up. It has been great to talk to you all, and we will see you on the next one. Okay, in three, two, Where one. Is it? Where is it? The last line, last line, last line. Oh, yeah. Alright, three, two, one. Don't, Don't let, let your, your boss, boss catch you slacking. slacking. Until next time, see do, you soon. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs>